First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Well, of course, all of those world leaders, including President Cyril Ramaphosa at the COP28 summit in Dubai at the moment. Lots of conversations around how to cut back on carbon. One way to do it is to use forests to store carbon. Dr. Gabby Kitska is an entomologist in the Department of Conservation, Ecology and Entomology at Stellenbosch University. Dr. Kitska, good morning. Thanks for your time. Hi, Stephen. How are you? I'm well. Um, as I understand it, basically forests store carbon by putting out oxygen. Is that right? So they use carbon dioxide, they then uh, put out oxygen, and that's how they store carbon? Yes, they are able to, our natural forests are able to um, take carbon um, from the from the atmosphere and store it in what we call sinks, both um, within the tree above ground and also below in the below, below ground biomass. When the tree dies and trees do die eventually, what happens to the carbon then? Does it sort of get released or has it already really been replaced by the oxygen? Has it been sort of made up for by the oxygen that the tree puts out? Um, so there's different mechanisms that are involved. So why it's so important for us to protect these natural forests is that it's all about an entire ecosystem, not just the tree itself. So there's many other organisms that are involved that have um, mutualistic interactions with that tree that are involved in the whole process. So when a tree naturally dies, a lot of it returns back into the soil and definitely is not at a loss in terms of um, producing uh, carbon dioxide there back into the atmosphere. Okay. I mean, we, we, we have big forests in South Africa, but I mean, the sort of big forest people think about are the Amazon rainforest. There's been a lot of deforestation there. I think the rate of deforestation has slowed. Um, Are we cutting down too many trees at the moment? At the same time, we're still using a lot of fossil fuels. Are we in danger of upsetting the balance quite dramatically? Oh, definitely. I think, to be honest, we're way past that level. So that's why I think everybody, we've woken up a little bit too late. Um, We've already haven't reached the goals of our last, what the last COP um, set in place for us. And... We're in a bit of trouble, so we need to do everything that we possibly can to reduce our emissions, not just protect the forests, but also reduce our carbon dioxide emissions. Some countries, I think Ethiopia, I think Kenya, um, have been planting huge numbers of trees. Um, and that also can change the environment. Is that the right thing to do? Um, if we, so we, um, our, our paper really tries to bring to light the fact that it's important to rather restore and degrade restore our degraded forests, natural forests, and conserve what we have instead of just planting and trying to replace them. Because planting a new tree opposed to cutting down a hundred-year-old natural tree in a forest um, does not have the same kind of benefits at at the time. And um, a forest is an entire ecosystem. So just planting of trees in areas where they shouldn't be, such as in a wetland or in a Feinbos area where they're not supposed to belong, is doing more um, harm than benefit. Okay, so you actually need to be quite careful. You need to work with the forest rather than start a new one. Yes, extremely. But of course, everybody needs to be considered. I mean, I mean our main goal is to tr- achieve that balance between conserving biodiversity reducing climate change, but also looking after the well-being of humans. So it's all about finding a way that works for all, for all of us. We're not saying don't utilize um, what we've been given, but we have to do it in a way that we're looking after the forest too. Dr. Gabby Kitzkep, thanks very much indeed. Entomologist in the Department of Conservation, Ecology and Entomology at the University of Stellenbosch. 27 minutes after 8.